Welcome to tonight's production. Content warnings can be found beneath the list of cast and crew in our notes. As always, stay safe and enjoy the show. Starfall. Act 1, Scene 10. Audience, allow me to welcome you back to our humble tale. You may remember from previous installments how the Caravel Travelling Acting Troupe, performers of fine tales from across the Empire, acquired two new members across a period of weeks and grew closer in the face of unusual challenges. Now, after miles of barely trod trails leading to stable roads, from backwoods villages to well-kempt towns courting disaster, you begin to see a change in the terrain. Grand, sturdy structures rise up around you. Rather than the faint outlines of humanity, you've grown accustomed to spotting on the horizon. The ground gives way from a world of wilderness barely tempered by the paths cut by weary travelers to a land cultivated specifically for their needs. Finally. Uh, it's okay, narrator. I got this bit. Oh, as you wish. <clears throat> Finally. Finally, after months of backbreaking travel, of fey-infested roads and dancing for pennies in cultureless hovels, the troupe has finally returned to some semblance of civilization. Welcome, my friends, to the city of Dowden. Darling, you know we were in Dowden two years ago to perform at the Children's Festival, right? Was that a bit you're adding to your advertising routine? It's a city. So what? I've seen cities before. Why must you people seek to steal every shred of joy I find in this wretched world? <laughs> Sorry, darling. Just pulling your leg. Right, you two? Was I just missing those bits when I watched Mariette before? I lived in a city that was bigger than this. <laughs> Whatever. Not even your unappreciative attitudes can bring me down. For today, we are in a city. And not just any city, but Dowden. One of the few cultural hubs Eris has to offer. And I am going to enjoy some of this culture before rehearsals start if I have to inject it directly into my bloodstream. So, I'm off to a boutique. And you can follow me or not. I really do not care. You know I wouldn't miss a day out with you, darling. Yeah, if I head off on my own, I'll probably get constables called on me for salivating over etching tools I can't afford. Again. 
And Fel said he'd buy me a piece of cake if I came. Hey, Leona. You do know you can buy your own food, don't you? You don't have to constantly wait for someone else to give you their scraps. I don't have any money. What do you mean you don't have... Fel, have we ever seen her pay for anything? Uh... I don't... Um... No. I'm sorry. I haven't meant to impose. But I've just never needed to deal with money before. Uh, no, 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 it's fine. I don't mind spotting you, and all the work we do for the troop collectively supports us. I'm just a little taken aback I didn't realize sooner. Have you just never had money? I wasn't paid in my previous position. What was up with that? Were you in some kind of apprenticeship? No. Not really. Alright, this conversation is getting weird and sad and bringing down what is supposed to be a joyous occasion. As such, you, Leona, are taking this money and when we reach the boutique, you are buying something for yourself. I could probably buy a lot of cake with this money. You are not spending my parents' hard-earned money on cake. You are buying at least one article of clothing that suits you. You will learn to define your own identity. And you are going to be motivated to stop wearing hand-me-down rejects from the costume wagon. Do you understand? Fine, fine. Dolan, I can't tell if that was very generous of you or just a whole new level of bossy. I thought you knew, Fel. I'm a star-blessed saint. Not gonna lie, I definitely thought Dallin was full of it with the Saint talk. But seeing him here... I need a shirt like this, but two shades lighter. Trousers like these, but the legs half an inch shorter. A belt like this with a buckle and a warmer shade of bronze. And an ascot like this ascot, but not. Of course, Mr. Archivaric. I'll see it done right away. Thank you, Cena. You're a dear. Yeah... Is there such a thing as a saint of clothes? (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised if there was a saint of proper adornment and self-garnishment in the church, so... An updated projection for you, Mr. Archivaire. How does this suit you? Hmm. This shade of blue... Is this what we were going for, or... Whoa, 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 hold on a sec. What is that? This? It's part of our professional process here at Cena's Salon. Once you have an idea of the outfit you desire based on the styles and materials available on hand, we can make projections so the outfit can be tailored perfectly before the tailoring even begins. Okay, I didn't clock most of that. Just tell me. How are you making projections from sketches? What scripts are you using? I can't see them inside that machine. Sorry, that's proprietary information. Hmm. We'll see about that. Uh, hey, Leona? How are you doing? Everything okay? Leona? Is it okay to talk in here? 
It's fine. You're just changing clothes. How's it going? Need me to get you anything? Excuse you, that is my job. Oh, uh, sorry. Um, I think I'm fine. It's just... Is this all right? Yeah, that tunic looks good on you. And the accents really match your eyes. You think so? Leona, you look great. I mean, not that you don't, um, normally look great, but, but, uh, it's, um, it's nice to just see you look great in something new, you know? Do you want a sash or a scarf or anything? I'm gonna grab you a sash or a scarf or something, just to, uh, yeah. (laughs) I look good, don't I? I should buy this for myself, shouldn't I? I can have something nice, right? Look at little Leona, trying to pretend she's something she's not. Come on, Fell. You don't even really need to do anything. You just need to distract Snooty Person for a minute so I can sneak a peek at- I swear to the stars, if you two get me banned from my favorite store in the south of Falston, then so help me, I will- What? Lee? Uh, um, sorry. I'm gonna go check on her. Ugh. Dallin, could you be persuaded to- No! Leona, where are- Oh, there you are. Sorry, I thought you'd run off. No, I'm still here. So then, what's up? You ran out of the shop pretty fast, and you look a little- Well, I think you still look nice, but- You're in your old clothes again. These are my clothes. I belong in them. You know, people generally don't wear the same clothes their whole life. They are actually allowed to get new ones once in a while. Then it didn't feel right, taking Dolan's money for this. That's fine, too. I just thought, it seemed like you were okay with it earlier. So... Did something change, or...? I... I don't know. Just... Memories of things and old feelings and... Ugh, I don't know. It just... Everything feels so complicated now. I swear. It never used to be this complicated. Well... You know what's not complicated? Cake. Cake? Yeah, come on. I bet we could get a lot of cake with that money. But Dolan said... Eh, Dolan says a lot of things. Doesn't mean you have to listen to all of them. And if you don't want to spend it all today, 
You can just save it for later and find something you really do want. Sound good? That does sound good. Thank you. Should we wait here for Dolan and Axel now? <laughs> I don't think either of them are anywhere near done with that shop yet. They probably won't even miss us. So, we finally get to set up in Dowden's theater tomorrow. Are you excited? Maybe. I'm not sure what to expect. Hossie's supposed to give me my first security assignment tomorrow, but I don't know what I'll be doing. Well, it's good to know someone finally talked him into doing his job. Anyway, I'm sure there won't be too much to worry about tomorrow, so you'll have plenty of time to see us work our magic. I thought you didn't use any magic until... Oh. That was an expression, wasn't it? <laughs> Come on. First slice is on me. Sage. 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 I don't know where to go. I don't know how to find you. Who's there? Oh, look what we have here. <laughs> Abandoned again. Stop it. Go away. Little Luna all alone. What's a girl to do? Leave me alone. Little Luna left out here. No one wanted you. <laughs> Stop. Poke. 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 Something you don't see every day? Say, where'd you get that sword? What? Who? Stars, girl! Watch where you point that thing! Um, sorry. You startled me. Great. I'll keep that in mind next time Raybar asks why I'm not utilizing your skills. Anyways, Scarecrow... This is Hestrin. They're your security assignment for today. Um, hello, Hestrin. Are you, were you poking me with your walking stick? No, absolutely not. What a ridiculous question. Oh, sorry, I only- I was poking you with my poking stick. Poking with a walking stick. What are they teaching you kids these days? Aussie, who is this? Who is this? Why, only one of the finest mediums this side of the Twin Seas. And you'll be responsible for their security while they're staying with the troop and letting the theater express itself. I think I know what all those words mean individually, but, uh... What? I'll leave you two to get acquainted. I'm sure you'll have plenty to talk about in terms of weird magics. But I... What do I... Um... Hello, Hestrin. 
Do you know what I'm supposed to do right now? Why would you ask me what you need to do? I only know what I need to do. Which is... Catch some breakfast! And then they just, they just flew off into the sky. And I'm not sure where or even if they landed or or if I was supposed to follow them. I mean, who even was that, Fel? And what's a medium? Oh, stars. I'm sorry Hasi had to make this so confusing for you. Lazy, bat-hearted... Raybar, didn't you tell him to do his job? I told him to give Leona a duty as part of security, and he has. But he... And I am giving him some room to adapt to his duties, Fel. It's been a while since security's had to take on a new member. <sighs> Still doesn't seem fair. Could someone please tell me about Hestrin? Who they are and what they do? Hestrin is a type of freelancer who works with the troupe when we perform in major cities with standing theatres. As a medium, they're uniquely skilled in the handling of the unusual magical issues that arise in old structures like these. Oh. That makes sense. Thank you for explaining, Raybar. I could have explained it. Wait, so what's all this about unusual magical issues? Anything I could help with? Or, you know, just poke to see what it does? You may actually enjoy learning from Hester and Axel. They deal with the way ambient magical build-ups affect structures over time, though from what I've observed, their methods are- Oh, wait. So they just deal with wild magic instead of actual scripts? Less interested now. Pass. You're less interested in it because the magic in theaters is weirder? Not weirder. Wild. Un- Guided and unfixable. Weird scripts, even script malfunctions, those have rules and logic for you to figure out. Do these strokes, use this material, get this result. But the ambient magic that just seeps into things, that's just random. You can't make it make sense. You might as well ask why the stars dance on the solstice, or why the Fae have those little tufty things on their tails. I suppose it's true. Their work may not be as interesting to someone who works with traditional scripts. But that's also why it's so important that Hestrum works with us. A troupe like ours might not even be able to book a theatre as large as Dowden's if they didn't need the services of the medium attached to us. What am I needed for in relation to Hestrum? And where have they even gone to? I didn't see them around camp after this morning. For now, I'd just like you to keep an eye on them as they work. Hestrin isn't defenseless, but as Axel pointed out, ambient magic can be unpredictable, and I do worry that they're not as quick as they used to be. They seemed pretty quick when they launched themselves into the sky. As for where they are, I wouldn't be surprised if they were already at the theatre. They have a tendency to be where they're needed before we even need them. <laughs> Speaking of which... Old Dowden Theatre. <sighs> Almost feels like coming home, doesn't it? Sure is nice to see it again. Hey, think that's a new window up there? Who cares about a window? 
as long as we have a proper place to rehearse again instead of dusty back roads and tit-filled fields, I will be happy. You'll be happy. I will complain less. Rio, why don't you take the actors and crew and start setting up? I've still got some details on our contract to hash out with the manager here. Sure thing, boss. See if you can negotiate us up some free wine for opening night? <laughs> I'll see what I can do. Uh, by the way, Fel, why don't you accompany me to this meeting? Uh, I guess I could. If you want. I do. It'll be a good learning experience for you. Right. Yeah. Guess I'll see you all soon. Okay. Bye. Ugh, you're just on a standout here until you have someone to follow, aren't you? It's just, am I allowed to come in? This place is so quiet and ornate, almost like a temple, and I wouldn't want to- Come on, you can tag along with me until you find Hestron. Thank you, Dalin. That's unexpectedly generous of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just don't- Wait, did you say unexpectedly? Hmm? Whatever. At least this way you might finally learn something about the field you work in instead of whatever fluff Fell's been filling your head with. He probably told you theater is all about putting on a good show and inspiring the audience, right? Essentially, yes. Well, he's wrong. It's not about playing nice and making friends with every local down the road. It's war. A ceaseless battle between our troop and the unforgiving eyes of our man-eating audience. And that battle starts here, before they've even met us. It's beautiful in here. Pillars and the chandeliers, the details carved into the ceiling. I didn't know there was anything like this in Eris. It's not very Erisian in design, that's true. Their artistic development stalled out before they figured out you could paint a baby without it looking like a tiny, muscular man, and honestly, it never quite recovered after that. I believe they had to hire someone from Aquette to design this place into something that wasn't Completely blunt and brutal. A cat, huh? I guess beautiful people do come from a cat. You should see this at night, too, with the chandeliers lit. Walking in here from the dark is like walking into another world. I can see why you'd rather perform here than in little towns. Perform here? No, no, no. This... This is just the lobby, here to set the tempo, get people comfortable with the idea that they're about to enter another world, and to move some tiny cups of fancy liquor at five times regular price, and no, not where we do our work. Follow me this way.
These are the floor seats, the place where the audience world comes closest to touching ours. This is an arena where our enemies will shore up their defenses as we prepare to do battle. I hope you know I mean this metaphorically. Please do not actually do battle with the audience. You know, unless they throw things. There are a lot of seats in here. Will there be this many people coming to see you? There will be if we advertise it right. Although the theater staff picks up some of the slack around here when it comes to that. Just another perk of having an actual staff to rely on again. Does this remind you of being back at the Empire Theater? What did you say? The day we met, Fell said you performed at the Empire Theater. Ugh, of course you'd remember that. Whatever. Either way, you must not know much about the Empire Theater, do you? I know of it, but I was never allowed to go there. Well then, let me put it for you this way. Dowden Theater is a nice theater. Probably one of the better ones among what Eris has to offer, and leads better than the ramshackle excuses for stages they have in the villages around here. But if this theater is a home for the arts, then the Empire Theater is its palace. You see all these seats? Well, imagine there were 20 more in each row, and then there were five times as many on this floor. And that the same was true for the balconies, and that the walls were lined with exclusive alcoves held as seasonal gifts for those who donated more to the theater on a whim than most people pay for their own homes. Imagine all of that upholstered in rich blue velvet and accented with authentic golden thread. Imagine each and every seat fit for the Emperor, including, of course, the seat that is actually held in reserve exclusively for the Emperor. Uh, and um, here, f follow me to the stage. Imagine you've spent years, no, all your years rehearsing just to be good enough to stand on this stage. Imagine how even though you've clawed your way up to where you're standing, you know it still somehow isn't good enough. Because when you peek out from behind the curtains at the fine folk seated before you in their thrones, you know this is just another dalliance for them. And nothing you could give them could actually live up to their wishes and desires. But you step out onto that stage because you've given your life to it. And suddenly all these little details about how expensive seats are and how judgmental the faces look just fade away. And it's just you left there and the spotlight and the brief imagined world you've come to take your place in where you can be anything. Dalin, is that really what the Empire Theater was like? No, that's, that's just the best impression I can give on my own. The reality is so much more. 
<clears throat> well, anyway, I, I just wanted, I just wanted you to have a taste of what the real thing is like. This may seem nice, but it is also just that. Just nice. Oh, I see. Your illusions were still quite lovely. You think so? I have been dedicating some time to my person-to-person illusions, and I think that should really help with small-scale advertising. Axel keeps asking to take a look at my projection and strip, saying they could find two in the runes, but really, I don't see why- Look out! <laughs> what the- Was that a sandbag? Are you okay? It's fine. It didn't even land near us. But that didn't damage the stage, did it? I don't want the staff here getting on our case for damages. That ah! would be very rude of them indeed. Where did you come from? Oh, well, I'm from Capraborg originally, since you ask. Poke, poke, poke. Um, hello, Hestrin. I'm Leona. Yes, I know. We were introduced this morning. Hmm, this morning? <laughs> yes, this morning. <laughs> poke, poke, poke. How's that? How's what? Dalin? <laughs> what do I... Go on. Talk to them? <clears throat> Hestrin, I... I have been assigned to guard you during your work here. I suppose that's fine. Long as you don't get in the way. Poke, poke, poke. Um, right. So, if there's, um, anything in particular you need protection from? Can't say there's anything I have, do, or will. But it will keep you busy here. You can take this paint and paint a big X on anything that seems dangerous. You want me to paint X's on dangerous things. Like that sandbag? That's a smart girl. Paint it nice and big. Poke, poke, poke. poke. Well then, poke. I suppose poke, poke, I'll poke. see you later, Dalin. Poke, 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 poke. Of course. Poke, Enjoy poke, your time poke. here, Leona. Poke. Keep up! <sighs> yes, Hestrin. Thank you, dear audience, for joining us in Starfall, a fantasy audio drama. Starfall is written and produced by Claudia Elvidge. This episode featured the voice talents of Shani Kanekar as Leona Sam B. Wynn as Fell Cole Burkhart as Dalin Archivair Malcolm J. as Axel Emma Laslett as Raybar Brandon Nguyen as Hossie Tom Guttridge as River Emily C.A. Snyder as Hesterin Lindsay Zanna as Rhea DJ Silvis as Glenn. Trace Callahan as Cena. And myself, Margaret Ashley, as the narrator. 
Our theme music is composed by Trace Callahan. For more information, visit starfallpodcast.com or follow us on Twitter at starfallpod. Tonight's Falston fact is on the subject of mediums. Medium is a specialized position trained to handle the buildup of ambient magic in significant locations. Legends say there were once thousands of mediums across the empire, serving a broad range of functions. But at the last tally, there were less than 20 registered in modern Falston. Obey, mother, to the voice of another. Widen your embrace or remain in disgrace. Obey, obey, mother, to the blood of a stranger. Blood magic, voodoo magic, old gods, new gods, we've got it all. This is Desperado.